Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Journey Coaching. We're super passionate about all things coaching and want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training over a thousand life coaches. Dive deep into a more meaningful career, find freedom, and make an impact on the world around you. Hey guys, on today's episode, we're going to talk about authenticity versus TMI coaching. And I believe that Noel brought this topic up indirectly to tell me that for the last 15 years, I've been um, TMI. I've been I've been telling people <laughs> way more than they need to hear. <laughs> you give me a lot more credit for, for being passive aggressive than I'm capable of. Yeah, I was going to say, ladies and gentlemen, this is a uh, passive aggressive. Uh, my my <laughs> intervention to um, tone it back and uh, not verbally vomit on the Internet. I mean, the only compl- like complaints that I have are are when you have um, panned the camera to me when I've been like in my pajamas. <laughs> that's a, like, that's that's authenticity. It's not too much. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Let's get into it. So, yeah. authenticity as a coach. This is this is one of the the character sets that we we need to have and develop in ourselves the confidence to let that special sauce sling and be ourselves um and then there's that fine line of giving away too much information right. about right. who you are so how do you juggle this especially as someone who creates content based on your actual life yeah and you know i i want to say that um i'm all over the place and i want to say that um i i've created posts where um it was too much tmi so whether i was talking about something personally or you know maybe it was a little bit inappropriate or maybe um i talked about someone uh, like a friend or partner without um their permission mm-hmm. so i would also follow that under tmi um and then of course you know there are, are times when i felt like you know this is authentic this feels good and so i i think for me the measure is um if i'm making it about me meaning um i'm posting something strictly because um it, it just a personal thing uh, and, and there's there's nothing in that post that is going to um, help someone uh, then it might be tmi if i'm making it more about the world and um, sharing my story because I believe it's gonna uh, help someone, or maybe um, it'll, it'll make someone you know um, relate relate uh, to me more, or or maybe even laugh. Then I feel like that's more authentic. Um, but it, it's still hard. It, it, you know, there's no like sharp line there. It's kind of vague. It is. It is. And I think you know one of the things that we really have to break down is that there are different spheres of how you show up and. One of the things that you're talking about is public facing content, which in, at the end of the day is is marketing material for mm-hmm. you, for your brand, for you as a coach. So that's one bucket that authenticity or too much information goes into. And then the other one is when you're actually in session with a client, how right. much of, of yourself, of your life do you share? And on the marketing side of things, it's re- there really are no rules. As far as being a credentialed coach, you can market yourself, you can talk about yourself, you can, you know, film yourself every morning, mixing up your smoothie every day, and, and mm-hmm. you know, nobody cares. But when you're in session as a coach, there are a series of rules and ethics that kick in. And I find it incredibly helpful to have that framework to measure against. And it might even be a good framework to look at for thinking about how you market yourself as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. So what, what, um, let's talk about the details, uh, the do's and don'ts, um, when you're in front of a client, um, you know, when you're passing that line from authenticity to now TMI. Yeah. So the International Coaching Federation, the ICF, came out with an updated set of core competencies. And one of the competency sets is called embodies a coaching mindset. And this Mm. is new. And it has to deal with how you experience yourself as a coach, how you experience your own mind while you're in session. And it's a super important topic for coaches to be thinking about getting into discussing with each other. So the first one is that in the space of coaching, when you're in session with a client, or even maybe when you're marketing yourself, we acknowledge that clients are responsible for their own choices. Right. And this is a biggie. So how have you ever had the experience of sitting in session and your client is waltzing off into the sunset hand in hand with a red flag? And you're like, no. Well, yeah, for sure. Uh, what, 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 what would you describe as a red flag? Because there's so many in this. Case. Well, it, it, so so let's break it down. It would be something that I, Noel, or you, John, personally disagree with and think is a bad idea. That mm. that's what that is for me. Right. It's like when when my own bad idea radar goes off, and that's in coaching especially as a new coach, one of the hardest things to contend with is because your intuition is going, oh God, no. And there we are. That's too much information. That's our own personal, you know, feeling. And so we need to check it and acknowledge that clients are responsible for their own choices. Yeah. And I love that you're talking about this because um, when it comes to authenticity and TMI, we can say uh, as a coach, of course, but also um, that line can be blurred um, from the client. Yeah. How so? What are you talking about? What's happened in that situation? Well, uh, just because I uh, have built a practice online and because um, um, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm technically a, a public figure, um, and I write books, a lot of times a client will come see me uh, or book one session and I could tell they're not being authentic. They're more of just kind of um, either a fan of my book or just kind of showing up and then they don't really have any work to do. Ah, they're fangirling. They just wanted to sit in the light and the gaze. Yeah, and they talk a lot about themselves, which is TMI. Um, only It's only TMI because we're not really coaching. We're just being social. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if they're being authentic or not, but it's a lot of verbally vomiting on their story without any kind of goal or reason why they're in front of me. And it's usually just that one, one off the one session. And that's one also off. a sign. Yeah. Yeah. So in that situation, the way that the ethics dictate is it's the coach's responsibility to say to the client, like, Hey, um, it seems like you need more processing than coaching and action steps. You would probably be better served by the space of therapy. Yeah. Or I just say, and this is kind of a a cold shower. uh, It's a quick realignment and it's, how can I help you? How can I be of service? Yeah. And that (laughs) gets everybody going in the right direction. Right. Right. Yeah. And then the next piece of embodying a coaching mindset is to engage in learning and development as a coach. Mm -hmm. And this 
seems overly simplistic as it relates to authenticity versus too much information. But I hold as a coach trainer that the more you take the time to engage in the art and science of the discipline of coaching facilitation, the less questions you have around, am I doing this right? Am I functioning as a professional in this moment? Because the professional standards are really laid out for you in coach training. Mm. So you're saying that the more that uh, you you follow the, the the standards, the ethics, and um, you know all the professional guidelines of being a coach, the easier it's going to be authentic. Naturally, yes. yeah, yes, because you know the worst thing in the world is sitting there in session when you're first getting the hang of coaching and feeling like do I have the tools? Am I doing this right? What do I say? Am I going to fuck this person up? Mm -hmm. And the more that you commit to learning and ongoing development and practice um, and supervision, the more um, confidence you have in conducting a session appropriately. And it's a really nice psychological layer of defense. Do you think um, with the explosion of social media in the last, I would say the last 10 years, which is, you know, really new, do you think it's harder to be authentic? Meaning um, because of, you know, the, the way that we see each other now through our phones and internet and, and, and you know, like the, the content wall coming down and everyone is doing something, whether they're posting, you know, um, information videos or them uh, dancing. Is it harder to be authentic? Is, it, is there just generally too much TMI in the world these days? <laughs> I think it depends on on who you are and and what you're doing it for, you know, if if you're, if you're producing content to make yourself laugh, um, if you're producing content because you have genuine information that you'd like to share with others for free, Hey, that's great. Um, if you're producing content because you're addicted to dopamine Mm -hmm. and you'd like the validation, or you'd like to have your life appear a certain way, um, that's kind of where we get into the danger zone, at least from my perspective as a coach around what we need to be doing to build, um, healthy psyches and healthy egos that when you're, when you're showing too much, um, in order to kind of fill your cup with validation, it can be really psychologically damaging to you. Yeah. I think there's a, uh, because of the explosion of coaching as a career, um, combined with, um, people showcasing it uh, via social media. I think today there's a lot of people who um, fall into it to the, for the wrong reasons, meaning they want to be a coach because it looks cool or because it appears a certain way or, you know, instead of um, the, the genuinely wanting to, to help help people. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it it's double-edged sword. So I'm not on social media. So it's like, I have no, I have no idea what's happening out there in the world. Um, but as I knock around, you know, the world of business with coaching, just even educating folks on what coaching is and what coaching is not is part of my every single day of, yeah, it's actually a science. Yeah. There's actually clear cut technique. Yeah. You know, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. Um, and I think no matter where you're coming from the number one distinction, and we talk about this a lot is that coaching is not giving people advice. Mm -hmm. And this really comes down to authenticity versus TMIs. When something's trying to come out of you, and you feel it trying to come out of you, the question to ask yourself, and I think you said this earlier, is who is this for? 
Right. Is this to make somebody's life better? Is this an answer that's keeping somebody up at night? Is this going to enhance the session? You know, or is there some piece of me that needs validation right now? Right. And that's a humbling question to answer because we all need validation and it's easy to try to get it from our professional sphere, but it does a disservice to you as a coach and to your potential clients. Yeah. And you know, the theme that's emerging from this conversation, which I think is so important and, I, and, and I'm glad that we're talking about it is if you uh, don't have any coaching training and, and, and you just go out there and just kind of hang your shingle on the, on your door and say, I'm a coach because, um, you know, I have, I have a story and you don't have any training, uh, chances are that in itself sets you up to be inauthentic. That sets you up for basically a lot of TMI. Yes. I, yeah. I quite agree. Cause you're not quite sure, you know, what you're slinging out there right, and why, right. but another piece that I'd like to offer for consideration for those of you who are considering becoming a coach or are a coach is the longevity of the career that you have in front of you. Mm. The fact that mistakes happen. And one of the most important tools that you can arm yourself with is a really steady practice of reflection. Oh, I like that. Stock. Yeah. Wow. So, so reflecting, right. It's, it's something that we don't talk about enough. And it's so important because the only way that we learn is by screwing something up and then creating space to say, Hey, that didn't go so great. Or maybe things went incredibly well and creating space to say, Hey, what do I want to replicate in this moment? And that when you have a beginner's mind, when you have a learner's mind, there's no expectation for you to be a master. Yeah. And so how do you get from point A to point B? I think part of being authentic as a coach is always being on that journey as a student, you know, mm -hmm. so um, it keeps you authentic. And then if you want to document that, great. Uh, if you don't, that's okay, too. But just personally, always learning, growing, um, you know, um, educating yourself, um, learning about coaching as an art, as a discipline, that's going to keep you also more authentic. Yeah. And being honest with yourself, you know, have you ever, John, have you ever posted something and immediately afterwards said, Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yes. Um, I, back in the day, um, because I tend to be, uh, impulsive and sometimes inappropriate. Um, I posted a bare picture of my butt at a CrossFit gym because I was like BAing a group of people. I thought it was funny. And then, um, right after I posted it, I was like, what am I doing? That's like, <laughs> I can't oh, yeah. be posting, you know? And so, um, definitely not professional. Um, and then of course I took it down, but there has been moments like that where I felt like, okay, now, uh, it's TMI. No one wants to see your ass, John, um, you know, pull your pants back up. So, uh, I've had those moments where I thought, oh, it would be funny or it's humanizing me, but I feel like I, it, I went too far and, and I, I felt more um, you know, trying to get a laugh than trying to help people. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've had those moments in session too, and it usually centers around my own divorce, um, because mm. that's a topic that I coach folks on a lot and I right. love doing divorce recovery, but it's such a common shared experience. And even though mine was a million years ago, um, you know, it, it's a way to humanize and it's a way to enhance the session if it's being 
stated in a way that gives hope. And yeah. I can distinctly remember a handful of times when the words were just dying to get out of my mouth because I wanted to share something. And that's, that is the signal to me. That's the somatic cue to, to begin to learn your body well mm -hmm. enough to learn what that impulsivity feels like, whether you, you know, you're being funny or whether you want that validation for yourself or whether it's just that you have a story to tell. Right. Um, and that it's just a little pull that you get the hang of eventually. Yeah. And I kind of want to end on this is uh, you got to be compassionate with yourself. There are going to be times that, uh, you know, a little too much TMI. Um, and, 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 if they, and if you do that, um, it, you shouldn't beat yourself up about it. I think what's important is that you're aware of it. Uh, you know, part of this whole journey is that you're honest with where you're at in your life. And when I was um, posting um, pictures of my butt on the internet, it just happened once. But when I was doing that, that's where I was at in my life. And I was, you know, everything was new to me. And I was, you know, at that, that place. Um, it's not who I am today. So there has to be some room for you to accept wherever you are in your life and not beat yourself up because, um, you know, there, there was too much TMI. Yeah. And that's, that's the reflection and growth, reflection, growth, right. and um, taking stock. And that's what we do with our clients. So it's all part of the same beautiful circle that we mm -hmm. all engage in. Yeah. But what a great topic. And uh, as you are coaching and building your practice or whatever your goal is, uh, think about um, when you're being authentic versus when uh, there's just too much information you're putting out there. Thanks so much, John. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Be well. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to journey.co slash everything to explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose, and a strong community to do it in. We created Journey Coaching to equip you with the tools, training, and community you need to attain your goals. Join Journey Coaching and begin your journey towards personal freedom and a transformative state of growth today. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O slash everything.